I came in just in time to hear you talking about uh, go back to the colleges and, and go back to your work authorities. And, and when you do, and when you are talking to people about your religion or they see you covered up and they think about it, what are you to feel when people say, well, I don't see you dressed like this, or I don't see you do a certain thing, or I don't see you do this. How are you supposed to feel when people do this to you or do certain things? How, how in other are words, you supposed to take if, it in? If they criticize you for not being a, a, a good, a full practicing Muslim, you mean? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh, it's okay. It's good, you know, because what, what they do is they remind us. Uh, you know, a lot of times a non-Muslim look at you and say, well, you're not a, you're not a Muslim. You're not, you're not supposed to be supposed to be doing this. Well, okay, it's good. They remind us for us. Alhamdulillah, I hope we take the admonition. If they're telling the truth, then we should take the admonition. If they're not telling the truth, then you just stand up because the prophets were slandered and, and the people rejected what they said. But what I'm saying to you, my good sister, is, is be confident in your religion. To be confident in your religion is not simply to talk about it, but to follow it. See, because the more you practice it, the more comfortable you feel. Well, Brother Mustafa Saeed, where are you? I saw him somewhere. Mustafa, where are you? Mustafa was with me when I um, landed from uh, New York. Um, and, and I said, Mustafa, listen, I didn't, make my, I didn't make my salat yet. And so I made salat in the airport this morning, in, uh, this afternoon, Orlando Airport, International Airport. And I'm telling you, I, I felt very comfortable. I, I felt very, I get to the point, I feel very comfortable. Now, and I, I must be honest with you, I remember years ago, it wasn't like that. I remember the first time I made, I made salat in public, I was like, you know, you feel, you feel apprehensive. You do. You feel like somebody, they're looking at you. With the, what are they thinking about you? Oh, God, they think I'm so stupid. They think I'm ignorant. They think, no. No. I feel like now, Allahu Akbar. I remember I was at um, JFK Airport about a year and a half ago. And, you know, it's in the morning, Fajr prayer. I had to make it then. Otherwise, I would have missed it if I got on the plane. So I looked for a nice place, and I found a nice secluded area. I said, man, it's perfect, right? So I went there, Salat to Fajr, right? Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, and there was nobody there. I said, yeah, I was really like, and all of a sudden, a plane must have just landed over there, because everybody came right past me, and I'm still making Salat, and every, the whole plane, was, and it was a small area, and I said, subhanAllah. But my point is, is that when you begin to grow in your religion, you become, to, you, 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 you become proud of the symbols of Islam. You see your, your headpiece, the khimar? The khimar is not Islam, is it? But it is a symbol. It's a symbol. It's a, it's a symbol of obedience. It doesn't mean that every Muslim woman who wears khimar or wears niqab or wears uh, jilbab, it doesn't mean that all of them are the best Muslim, but it does mean that they have one of the symbols of the Islam. And, and it is a step toward more obedience. Cer certainly it is. Certainly it is. And, and, and I'm saying, I, I remember I was in Detroit and speaking to some young student, Muslim students, girls, and I asked them about wearing the kimar. And I said that if in your school, they went to a public school, that all the girls covered their hair, would you then have a problem with covering hair? They said, no. Why? Because everybody else is doing it. But you see, you used to feel proud that you're setting the, you setting the, the pace, the tone. The, you, you like, you're the leader. You're the one that's out there. And guess what? Let me tell you something. Non-Muslim women, especially, they may mock you originally, uh, initially. But the more you wear it, 
the more they have respect for you. Because in reality, they have respect for you. When they see a Muslim woman dressed the way she does, and she's not wearing tight clothing, she's wearing loose-fitting garment, why? She's only dressing like that because she wants to obey Allah. She wants to be a good Muslim woman. And even though she's young and beautiful, she doesn't care. She wants to obey her Lord. And so because she wants to obey her Lord, she dresses like that. Or he dresses like that. Or they make prayer like that. Or they fast like that for the pleasure of Allah. And you know what? People respect you. They respect you because you're a person of conviction. But if they see you afraid and you being just like them, they say, well, what's the difference? You, you act like us. You, you go to parties like us, you drink wine like us, you smoke reefer like us. Everything we do, you do. What's the difference? Well, I'm a Muslim. Well, what's the difference? I'm sorry, I didn't mean, I didn't mean to give you a whole speech, sister. Yes, yes, brother. Thank you, sister. Yes. We have uh, one brother on the other si this side here, and um, it's going to be a little bit tough for uh, Imam Siraj Bahaj. Because we have three minutes and we have four questions. I'm going to try to give real short answers. See that he's very smart. That's what he's trying to tell me. 